You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Bing is for doing, and today we are doing Beauty and the Beast. I am Ali Kona Bradford, and today I am joined by a full cast of ladies, our permanent cast. So excited to have everybody here. You guys all know the wonderful and talented Miss Paige Sullivan. Hello. And of course, we have the equally lovely, talented Miss Erica Vieira. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here today. I know last week... I had to miss the first episode, which was kind of sad, but I'm here for the second, and I'll be here for all the rest, so yeah. super excited to be here. Yeah. We're really excited to have you, and you always have some great opinions, so very interested to hear what you have to say about this show. Um, let's get into it right away. I mean, we saw a little bit of a more side of JT, mm-hmm. and then we got to see a little bit more of Catherine and her insight to everything, which I feel like a lot of stuff went back to her. I don't know. What was your guys' opinion of the show this week? Well, you know, I want to go back a little bit to kind of like my impressions of the shows in general, just because I wasn't here last week. And I definitely had some, you know, some impressions of it, given that I didn't know much about it going into it. Obviously, I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan, Mm -hmm. huge fan of the Disney movie, huge fan of the musical. And also, this technically is kind of a remake of the series. um, I think it was in the... 1980s. Yeah, is it it's 80s? like 87 to 89 with is Linda, when it was. Yeah, with Linda Hamilton. And um, it's interesting because I feel that, I don't know, I'm, I'm mixed about how they've interpreted the story of Beauty and the Beast because I feel like it's very loosely yes. kind of inspired mm-hmm. by Beauty and the Beast, but I don't, I don't feel it really stayed true to either the series back in the 80s or even the... Um, just a story or fairy tale itself. I, I, I agree with you. It differs from a show like you would think, like a Once Upon a Time, where they're staying very true to the characters mm-hmm. and who they right. are and what their purpose was in the fairy tales and that kind of thing. This show's taking that idea and running with it in right, a completely right. different angle. Right. And I think that's part of what drew people into the show. They're beating the beast, something I'm familiar with. Right. And then you watch it, and it's very, very different. It's hard to try and grasp what they're going for right now. Right. I totally agree. And like I, you know, and and just kind of reading everything, there's a lot of really mixed reviews on this. Yes, show. Like I think yes. a lot of people were hoping for something that was closer and truer to what but the actual not. story. It's not. Yeah. But I mean, they even talk about that too. Any of the interviews with any of the cast mm-hmm. are the first to say, like you said, it's loosely based upon the show. So it's not meant to be. They have the same characters, the same names, but it's supposed to be so modernized yeah. and put in a way to where it can go in so many different directions, which is kind of what they're doing with the government conspiracy. And then we have like this kick 
kick butt girl. <laughs> Almost said something else. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, so it's it's completely different. I don't mind it. I mm. mean, You're this. A fan? Yeah, I do. I like it. This mm -hmm. time around, it was definitely very different. This episode, we're in episode two right now, if you guys are just tuning in, and very different from the first one. Obviously, the first one, we're just getting to know the characters, but mm -hmm. this was so wrapped around the case. And I will say I was a little confused because within the things that I have read, mm -hmm. what they did say is that the case is going to translate things that are going on internally between Catherine and Vincent's relationship. Interesting. Okay. This week, I am a little bit stumped as to how it did. That. No, it did. It did. Because if you were listening, she was saying, you know, I'm I'm crossing lines. I'm cr taking um, m what I want and I'm crossing boundaries in my relationships with the people I care about. And that was what was happening in the case. Her friend didn't want to cross the line of her baby daddy. She didn't want to betray her son and call his father a rapist or a murderer. So she was trying not to cross boundaries. And at the same time, Kat was crossing boundaries with the beast okay. or with Vincent. And I think... I don't necessarily think it's going to follow their relationship. I think it's going to shadow like, her life. Gotcha. Kind of. Okay. That I don't, that's sense. what I got this episode. The selfishness, the crossing, you know, what he keeps telling her not to do, she keeps doing. And yeah. I think that's what they were trying to show. Because when you mentioned that last week, I'm, I was trying to keep an eye out for that. Mm -hmm. Right. But it wasn't necessarily a relationship thing. It was more of an inner Internal. thing, I felt. Yeah. 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 That is interesting that that's how they're going to do it. Um, and what, one of the things, too, kind of going back to kind of the, the comparison. And, you know, actually, I was reading, we had like a comment on our iTunes. Um, and someone mentioned, like, stop calling this a remake. It's not a remake. And I right. agree. It's it's not, whoever said that, That's a, I completely agree yeah. with that. It's not a remake. But it's just, in some way, it's a little bit disappointing that it, it's not for me. They, like you said, Paige, taking the story and, and ran with it. But one of the elements in the original series, a TV series, and I think it's it's missing in this, or maybe they'll develop it more as a character for Catherine. Is it's the the relation? It's the relationship of, of a beauty and a beast, yes. and a beauty that's extremely yes. superficial. It's all about looks. Is all yes. I, and the original character back in the old show, she was a district attorney, and she was very. Just very vain, and and the and outside appearances right. are extremely important. Right. I don't see that Not here with this character, and I think in some ways for a character arc or uh, arc or some kind of transformation, I I don't know like what you said. I don't know where this is headed. It, that's an element I think that's really missing for me because you want to see her. Because it almost seems like this relationship with the Beast is too easy right now. It's like yeah. they're getting along. Yeah, he gets mad every now and then, right. but you but already it's the see beginning. the beginning. It's the beginning, but yeah. you're already seeing that attraction. You're already seeing yeah. that stare. It's not like he's really into it and she's not into it. You, right. you it's kind of already there. So it's now a matter of time. Okay, now when are they going to kiss? Okay, right. you know? exactly. But here's the thing. Yeah, they're attracted to each other, but here's the issue. He has that uncontrollable side to him, and I think that's what's going to develop in the future, and that's what's going to keep them apart. Not necessarily the the superficial thing. So yeah, it's changed a mm -hmm. lot, but it's going to be that they're going to get close, and something is going to happen where he can't control something inside of him, yeah. and it gets dangerous for them. And maybe it gets to a point where he almost kills her or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and we're we're kind of going forward a little bit but something that I did notice in this episode if you guys happen to hear is when JT was warning him to stay away from her he had made mention and reference to a past relationship like you know what happened last time maybe implying that possibly Vincent had hurt somebody in the past that he really cared about beasted out couldn't control himself mm -hmm. and maybe he killed her beast because, it out yeah, I like yeah. that yeah. beast it out yeah. we'll call it that beast exactly. it out <laughs> So, I mean, you know, and the thing is, is another thing JT was freaking out about was like, 
she's a cop on top of that. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's why I feel like he killed somebody in the past. And maybe mm-hmm. he's killed more than one as far as lovers are concerned. Mm-hmm. I, I took note of that too. I yeah. put like a big star. Yeah. Like yeah. JT said this. Obviously yeah. there's something that she's going to dig up about his past. It's only a matter of time before we learn more about who he is. Because at this point, yeah, we know who he is. We know his DNA has been tainted with and that he was supposed to be dead. We yeah, know right. that. And that right. they don't want him alive. But you don't know who he was or the people he associated yes. with or his morals or any of those well, things. Well, you know he was a doctor. I mean, you know yeah. he's an intelligent person. You know yeah. he's I mean, there's an element of him that you kind of do not. I mean, he went into the military. He wanted to do that right. whole thing. So there is, and, and that's the one thing too, like in the in the original, even the cartoon, like the cartoon obviously portrays it as a monster, as like a beast. But what right. you find is that inside he's like a good yeah. person. Mm-hmm. So I think they're trying to do that here. The only thing is, you know, he's still a hot dude with just a scar on his yeah. face. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. well, I, you know, I... I I don't know. That's I definitely I want to get into that later yeah. as far as when we talk about predictions because I do have a little bit of insight into that. There are some interviews that he did as far uh-huh. as his, his opinion and his take on the beast. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely get into that. But right now I do want to backtrack a little bit and let's get into the actual case in the episode and just give a little brief synopsis. So for anybody who did miss the show, you guys can kind of figure out what's going on and then we can go from there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. does that sound good? Yes. All right. Perfect. So we start off right away and there is a girl that's been murdered. She's pushed off of a building and and we don't know why. Maybe possibly she committed suicide. We're not quite sure. So that's the case right now. We're trying to figure out who killed her. She's a dancer. It could have been anybody. She has an understudy. Maybe she's a she was, stalker. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. she was envious. So that's what's going on there. I don't know if any of you ladies want to kind of pick it up and kind well, of type in. Well, I think that this case, it was pretty open shot. I mean, there wasn't a lot of back and forth. Last week when we were watching, there were so many different people they were following. Yeah. And yeah. so many people they were questioning this. It was, you know, the top three people was the top two people that led to the final person. Right. And so, yeah, it's the obvious people. Her best friend and her understudy. The girl who right. no longer is Odette in, yeah. you know, Swan Lake. She's no longer the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's right. her first suspect. Right. Um, but when that's not panning out, they go to the next one, which is a stalker type guy. He's the janitor. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he stole all her stuff. Yeah. And he's pretty creepy and he follows her around. But um, he leads to more info. Yeah. Between her and her friend and something with the police station. And so it's this was pretty open shut, though. I feel like they didn't they didn't drag it out like last week and how they kept going to different people. And there were so many different storylines within the murder. This was pretty uh, cut straight to the point. Yeah, to the point. But for some reason, it lasted like the entire show. Yeah. Um, Which I think was strange. Um, It made it very CSI like, I think. Yes, very much so. But um, yeah, so you find out that her best friend had a baby she didn't break a toe she didn't which was her excuse for being an understudy and leaving the company for a year and uh the baby's name's joshua and the reason they were at the police station was because joshua's father raped her friend raped um gemma victim who passed away gemma who was thrown off the roof yeah and so once we find out that we kind of want to know you know who is this mystery guy yes and I immediately thought oh obviously it's it's the head of the ballet company i Mm -hmm. mean it's the guy they all look up to and want to you know be with and like she said you know nobody he doesn't have to force himself on anybody he didn't have to rape her like she would have done it willingly but i think that's another part with the lines being crossed in the relationship she wouldn't have crossed that line because that's her best friend she who had a baby with him she wasn't going to cross that line and that's where i think that right and i think she was going to come clean which is why he probably pushed her off the roof well well that's why she told him what she was claiming so he pushed her off a roof yeah <laughs> easy cover-up apparently yeah so yeah with with that that whole storyline and um it's i guess now going into the second episode 
it's clear that there's obviously going to be a kind of set pattern per episode. And that's what I was wondering last week as I was watching it is are they setting this up so that every week it's just going to be a different case? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And that's it. So yeah. for me, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because it's just like the, the cases are so like open and shut. Right. Yeah. Like, like you said. And then you can only delve so much into it and also go into the storyline between the Beauty right. and the Beast. Right. So these are going to be kind of, in some ways, it's kind of contrived, the, the, the cases themselves, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's, it's hard to decide what you want to get drawn into. Yeah. I don't want to get too sucked into this murder right. case because then they're not going to be over. Because I'm right. going to be focusing on her relationship with Vincent again. So yeah. I'm never, I feel like you're right. jumping too much. Yeah. I think. yeah, it's like two different shows put into one yeah. show. I, I think and so, And the too. CW, I don't think, normally does this kind of thing. I mm-hmm. feel like most of their other shows are very yeah, like linear. Long, like, connected storylines. Yeah. Exactly. And there's multiple storylines but the storylines right. all connect, kind of connect right. to one and also right. they all continue for a while. Right. So I was honestly a little bit disappointed to see this kind of structure because I'm not a big kind of CSI cops kind of, you know, every right. episode you're shut, you're done, you're moving on. So, um, you know, I, I hope that the, they, they start to focus more on... I think the they will. The I think they'll have to. They will. they will have to because yeah. I, I, I mean, it's not going to be interesting the if, they, the if they do the random kind of cases every single week, right. you know. Right. So... Um, that's not what's going to well, keep people coming back. No, the cases gonna aren't going to keep story. me coming right. back. Exactly. Well, that's why people started watching it in the first place. Yeah. And something we talked about last week, there was an interview with Jay Ryan, and he was saying something about this show that he really likes and why he wanted to take this role is because it's putting the old school romance mm-hmm. back into it because they can't communicate via the computer and Facebook and cell phone, and they can't be in public scene with each other. So now there's this like on the sly, let me write you a note, let me show up somewhere and let's meet secretly. But he he wants it to be more like Romeo and Juliet esque because he feels like a lot of kids these days don't really get exposed to that with TV because it's so let's, let's jump in bed and you know just do the deed and call it a day whereas this it's going to be slow drawn out but mm-hmm. they're really going to get to know each other and connect and have that romance in there so that's the part I'm really looking I forward to. I love that concept too. Yeah. I think that's a great concept I mean do you guys see do you guys see that happening? No or? because They've already gotten too close for me. I mean, at the end of this episode, I, I thought yeah. they were already going to kiss. Me and too. I was wondering, how can you do this? It's episode two. two. Yeah. And Where are you going to go? Yeah. And even episode one, we were saying there's this immediate attraction. Yeah. You can tell there's mm-hmm. this tension between them mm-hmm. and the music doesn't help. And you're, you know, you're thinking it's going to happen this episode. And I feel like you're always in, in a show like this. You want it to happen. But I yeah. was kind of like trying to, I was willing them to back off. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted it to be. Not drawn out, but we like to see it progress. I'd like to see them be friends and learn mm-hmm. about each right. other and then have that spark right. that makes them right. want to be together. And, and one thing... That, oh, oh. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, one thing that is missing that was a big part of... Well, I even... I just know, like, the cartoon and all that is... Her boyfriend at the time, what was his guy? The one in the cartoon, his name was like Gaston. Or oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah, like she didn't like him. No, uh, but the thing is, though, there was another guy in the picture, and, and they're trying to make that with... The uh, forensics guy, Evan. Yeah, Evan, but she doesn't seem to be that into Evan. No. And I don't know if they're going to try... What I see that they're going to do is eventually make it more... This is like what I see in my predictions, that they're eventually going to make it... Like, she's going to end up wanting or being attracted to Evan because he's a normal guy. He's yeah. in real life. He's yeah. there. But I don't see that yet. Like, I almost feel or wish that she had a boyfriend already or she had something so that there's something more other than the beast beasting out being the main conflict between the two of them getting together. Right. Right now, that's it. And 
it doesn't do it for me. It sounds like it doesn't do it for you guys either. No, I, I, I mean, I think it would have done it for me if it was just not so quick. I just really wish yeah. there was that thing that was keeping them apart mm-hmm. well, more. Oh, say I want to get into Catherine this episode because she was driving me a little bit bonkers. I'm not going to lie. And I was surprised that they did connect so quickly in the show because she went into it very selfish. And that was just her putting up her boundaries. But everything she did, every time she ran into Vincent and went to his lair, his house, mm-hmm. she was always trying to talk about her mom. Help me. Help me figure out this case. Only you can help me. You know, this, this and that. And he was like, back off. Like, mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. You're putting me in danger. You're putting my roommate in danger. Just let it go. It's in the past. And she... Even when she was acting like she was there to help him. Like, let's make this a case out of you. You are a victim. Let's right your wrongs so you can live out in the open. But my mom, and he'd be like, you know, every time he was ready to maybe let her in, she just went back to mom. And that would drive me crazy, too. Well, I think that's their way of putting up that wall between the two of them. It made it seem more, this episode, as opposed to last episode, was more... It was really a business-based relationship for her. Yeah. She was going there for her own agenda. She was going there. She didn't care about that picture, you know, that he showed her. Yeah, she asked some guy's name, but she had a hidden agenda. And then I yeah. think what they're trying to show is her progression this episode. You know, she realized it clicked. Her sister made her realize, you know, you're not caring about the people who are in your life. You're right. caring about mm-hmm. mom who passed away nine years ago. And yes, it's important to know what happened or to close that door for yourself. But you have... A father and a sister and a friend her you know her uh, partner who mm-hmm. you have in your life and you yeah. should appreciate and value and I think that's where at the end of that she decides you know I'm gonna when they're looking at that picture I think she's really gonna ask questions that you know mean something to him and are gonna make a difference in their relationship and don't have a hidden agenda for her because I think throughout this whole thing it's she's like you said, me, 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 very selfish yeah. and yeah. detail oriented and goal oriented. Yeah. And she's not like stopping and breathing and like appreciating what's around her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What are your thoughts? No, I, I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, just more of like an overall kind of impression of this too. And I think I mentioned this to you guys earlier. I have a problem with her right now just because I just don't find her character believable as a detective. She's, mm-hmm. she's so young looking. And, and what they say is like, you know, nine years ago. Uh, nine years ago, it looked like she was like in high school That's or something. That's true. She had and just graduated college nine years ago was is it, what happened. Was it yeah, from an Ivy League college. Yeah. Like, I mean, So that would put her at least at what? 22. No, not no, now. No. no, no, nine years oh, later. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so 29? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, though, it takes a really long time in the real world to become a detective. Like, yeah. it's not something that happens very quickly. Right. And I just don't, I don't see it's believable. She's too young looking. She's, I, I just don't see it. And that part of it bothers me, too, in watching the show. Because I'm like, I don't believe her as this hard butt kicking but you were even saying though that you like that well, about I, the no, show. I love it when there's like like I was a big fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I love how she was kicked yes. butt and she was yeah. out there and I love it when it's like girl power and they can really yeah. fight yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't she's beautiful she's a beautiful belle or you know beauty yeah. but just she's and I like her she has a very deep voice she has a, a very kind of strong presence even uh-huh. though she's petite I just don't believe her as that detective. Right. The Beast, on the other hand, I think he may, plays a great Beast. Yes. I like his voice. Yes. The, the yeah. deepness of his, his voice. presence is, in general. Yeah, and he's got that shaggy thing kind of going on. So I like that. 
and uh and her and i i just i don't the, the character of 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 the detective is just i think that's a, the hard thing way. to believe when she's being attacked this episode um yeah for the great mere fighting that. scene though but it was a great scene great scene yeah. if i could believe that she could hold her own <laughs> yeah. against a martial arts but government person yeah. she okay but Okay, I but totally <laughs> agree with you. I was like, "Come on, really? She's gonna kick yeah. this guy's butt? This guy looks like he's like pretty legit in yeah. karate or whatever." See, okay, but here's my thing. Like, well, because I'm Asian and I'm little, and I swear to God, I think I can kick anybody's butt too. I don't know if it really would happen. But he was little, but and he was, but he was, you know, <laughs> I'm little. I'm not Asian, but oh. I'm like five feet tall. Oh. I don't know if I. We're can. genetically like <laughs> predisposed to kick butt, but um. No, but, you know, and she did take martial arts growing up, and she was a dancer, and, and she did gymnastics, so a lot of that stuff, I mean, in real life, obviously helped her with the character, and I know that her character, they train with real detectives, so they can better, you know, get into the character and stuff like that, but I think, with anything with martial arts, you see people doing stuff, and they're, like, this little, but if you know the right technique, you can, like... I totally get it. I totally picking out what you're putting down, yeah. but I still don't believe her. I don't. Okay. I, they're just still something. I, I just still don't believe her as that kind of a character. It's, it's not even her, that. Her partner, yeah. actually, yeah, she she's seems like, very like she's good, mm-hmm. and I could see her doing being in that role. And I, I just, you know, I, I just don't. No, I, I just, I just think it's not so much that I don't think. Yeah, she could be great at martial arts. Yeah, it's not not that she's little. None of that for me. It's that I don't think the everyday detective in New York City can pull off what she pulled off. Twice. I mean, last That's week in the subway point. system good with three people, people. Yeah. three people attacking her, with a knife, yeah, yeah, and guns, and you know, this week with the martial arts, and and I, I believe, I believe there's people who can do this, and I believe, yeah, if she's well trained in that, of course, but I think in the role <laughs> she's playing, like the detective who she is, I mean, her chasing down that guy, she, she you know. They're out of breath, and it's yeah. it's just you're trying to figure out who she is, yeah. you know. And you there's are. all these things about her. I'm compassionate. I have a sister. I'm like this guy. I miss my mom. I'm a detective, and I yeah. kick butt. It's like who is this girl? Mm-hmm. I think that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I agree. I, I, her character for me is just is not working yet, and I'm wanting to. I'm hoping it's going to go in a direction where. I believe it or I, I see some development or I'm feeling some empathy towards her because for now I'm, I'm actually kind of not, Aww. even though it's, you know, her dead mom died and everything, but yeah. I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> you know, and speaking of fighting scene though, I want to also go back, backing into another fight scene that she did. There was the perverted guy or whatever that supposedly they hurt her partner. Stalker. Yeah. Stalker. Excuse me. That was chasing her down or excuse me. They were chasing him down her and her partner. And if you noticed, she got caught up with Vincent mm-hmm. and her partner caught the bad yeah, guy. The guy. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was really interesting because it just shows that she's getting sidetracked by him. And I think that's going to start happening in her career a mm-hmm. little bit more, oh, yeah. you know? And I also think that she's going to start really dealing with a lot of, not internal conflict, but internal conflict because she was trained to think a certain way as a cop and he's thinking a certain way, not as a criminal, but in the sense he is that really opposing force. Mm -hmm. So she's having to betray what she knows to do instinctively. So, for example, the fight scene that we were just talking about, she actually almost got killed ish and then here comes the beast ish you know um here comes the beast again to the rescue because Mm -hmm. that's just who he is Mm -hmm. and he accidentally kills the guy because he's just got so much brutal force yeah 
And so when they're in the forensics lab and then she's talking to Evan, you know, and he's like, are you sure that you did this? Going back to her being so small, he was mm-hmm. like, you're what, a buck two? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I believe that you caused this type of damage. Injury, yeah. So here she is now having to lie, not only... In her personal life. Yeah, yeah. And now she's lying to this guy, and it's it could be putting her job at risk. Mm-hmm. So now she's, like I said, betraying what she's crossing boundaries, like you were saying. Yeah. And I think that's... And she even said that at the end, too. She's like, you know, I tend to turn everything into a case. Like, my way of coping, my way, way of dealing, which is kind of going into who she is of, like, maybe that's why she's... Obviously, it's so obvious why she's attractive to being a detective <laughs> and all that, you yeah. know? But, like, kind of that picking up on, on what you said, Alicona, like, she even said that herself. Like, that's what I do. And right. That's how she pushes people away. Yeah. Yeah. She just turns them into a case. And, and then work, work, work. So. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I think for our viewers at home, um, if you have your opinions on <laughs> Catherine. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Hi. Um, if you have your opinions on Catherine, you should probably check us out on iTunes and watch yes. our podcast. You can rate us. You can comment. Tell us what you think. Tell a friend to come watch and tell us what they think. This is a new show. Everybody's got their opinion. Everybody yes. wants to tell us Big how they're opinions. feeling and what they're thinking. So yeah. check us out on iTunes. And we read all the comments and we, we want to hear what you guys want. So this show is for you guys, the listeners, the fans. And we really want to know you know, what you'd like to see. So definitely comment. Um, rate us. Five stars, hopefully. Yay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta love that extra support coming from back so behind the scenes. So are we moving on? To yeah, you know what? I Actually, I want to really quickly talk about JT because we got to know his character okay. a little bit more today. Mm-hmm. He's that motherly, or well, I guess fatherly role, we can say, because it's... Paternal. There like, you go. I, I don't know. Yeah, he's got this instinct, I guess, for taking care of his friend. Yeah. Taking care of his friend, but also himself. I mean, he's at risk, too, because if the government finds out that he's been hiding Vincent this whole time, he's done. He's dead. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you brought brought him up. So what do you guys think in regards to the relationship between JT and Vincent? What do you think, like, for JT, what's kind of... Is it what's what's he getting out of it? Yeah, yeah. Like what's in it for him? Like obviously they're friends and stuff, but what do you guys think? I think partially loyal friend, but in some of the reading I've done, because I've done a lot of reading about this show, there is this possibility that he knows more than he's letting on, even to Vincent, as far as about a cure, mm-hmm. because Vincent is going to be and is on this like ever going journey to cure his you find know the antidote. Yeah, find the antidote. And so that was one of the reasons why all these chemicals were set up in their lair. Mm-hmm. Which PS by the way really is a chemical factory I read. <laughs> so it is high danger. I thought it was interesting. Legit. Putting, yeah. Wow. But talk about method acting. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but anyway, um and supposedly he's helping find this antidote, but they're saying that quite possibly he already knows it. So I don't know. Maybe he's part of this huge conspiracy because even Catherine's mom was brought into it a little bit as far as her possibly being a part of the cure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, or you, not part of the you cure, You wonder if she cause. was brought in right. or if she did it on her own. I mean, because right. why else was she killed? I mean... Right. Well, and, and, and he has been. That's the thing is... Uh, Jay Ryan was talking about his character and he was even saying that... The reason he was actually following Catherine from the get-go wasn't because he was following Catherine. He was following her mom because he thought she had the cure. Mm -hmm. And so, in a sense, quite possibly maybe he was protecting her too. But now the only thing that is left is Catherine. Mm. But he doesn't even want to know. That's the thing. He doesn't even want to know anymore. He says, you know, me and JT, we've tried to find the antidote. It doesn't work. We can't do it. 
if if anybody can do it, JT can do it. He's got the yeah. skills. He's got the knowledge. He's got the chemicals. Right. Um. So he's basically given up on that. And I think the problem was she came back into his life and redid everything that he probably put away you know yeah. put in the back of his mind it's not an issue anymore and she's bringing it right. back out so what was his i guess what what do you think what was his goal at that point he was just gonna exist like yeah. in a hidden yeah. layer you yeah. know which is somewhat disappointing as a as as a viewer watching the character because you because you want you want to root for someone who's fighting and wanting to fight for it yeah. so you're wondering at this point what what is his motivation does he now is he going to change his mind or you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So, so I guess at this point, prior to him meeting Catherine, he had just given up on life, yeah. on existence. Yeah, I think so. Play I, Xbox all day long. Like, yeah. I f- honestly, I think that she gives him a sense of hope uh, and a spark mm-hmm. for having a normal life. She brings normality into his life. Mm-hmm. Like this woman can be attracted to him possibly because something he mentioned. She's saying, you know, I keep showing up. Well, I keep showing up too. And that's mm-hmm. true because it's somebody he can talk to aside from JT. And it's female companionship, which is just Within human you. nature. Yeah. yeah. Not that he's human anymore, but yeah. you know, yeah. it's something that people long for. Yeah. Well, well, the one thing I'm thinking, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't watched the original Beauty and the Beast in a while. <laughs> but in that, I mean, he's tucked away in this palace, this lair, this yeah. castle. And, you know, he's hiding from the world. He's He's doing exactly what you know Vincent is doing he's in the back hiding hates himself hates who he is hates Mm -hmm. who he's become and misses the fact that he used to be a normal human and I think that's Uh, where they're trying to make it very Beauty and the Beast like and I honestly think just the way we're talking about it right now if they'd named it anything different we wouldn't be this upset about it people wouldn't be you know looking for this comparison and Mm -hmm. be grasping so much if it was we knew it was based loosely on Beauty and the Beast we wouldn't be so upset but the fact that it's called Beauty and the Beast is what's making us try to draw connections to why he's this person why she's that person and I don't feel that they've really developed that lonely kind of character really like you don't get the sense that he is moping around in his lair and sad that he can't be out in the real life you just don't get that and you also wonder like why I mean he's better looking than 99% of the population out there like even with the scar you know what I'm saying like is it because he gets angry yeah he doesn't want to hurt somebody not only that I think he thinks he can't go out he can't be seen you know because government because he's dead because according to all the files he's dead and if he's not dead then they're going to make sure that he is killed no I understand that but there's still like he could have done change his hair he could have done something to be out in the real world it just seems it just I guess I'm not I'm not Scene that they're really providing that kind of that sense to me that he's really there alone, upset, given up. I don't yeah. know. Feels like he's. I just like don't it, get that. If you like it, you can take it. If you don't, it right <laughs> what, I, what I'm going to throw out there is uh, like, but do you really want it to be so much about him just being an angst and that? No, but I do feel that they needed to show that at the beginning to develop it further, to show that now Catherine is bringing something new just to Just for a little bit more development yeah. as opposed yeah. to just straight into it. Exactly. I think I think they needed to show they needed I needed to see more of him and him giving up or something. And yeah. maybe they'll provide flashbacks, I don't yes. know. Yes. So maybe yes. they'll show that, but I need to show like that moment where he lost hope, he lost it and he's yes. done. And, yeah. and we got to root for this relationship because we got to yeah. root for him to come back out and I'm not there. You want to yeah. see her drag him out of exactly. like, despair. Yeah. And this just seems like I was saying before so easy yeah. and it's episode yeah. 2 and I feel like it's already done. Like the book's closed, yeah. they're going to be yeah. together. No. Yeah. 
yeah. but, but maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they want to <laughs> get your hopes up and they're just about to, and that's when stuff is going to hit the fan and I it's just going to, so. he's going to start mutating and, and changing into something else to where now he's more beast than he is human. And it's, getting him back on track to being human again. Is that Ali Kona's prediction? Oh, yeah. He's going to be beast, yeah. beast, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to beast, beast it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and you know, actually I do, I want to get into a little bit of news and gossip yeah. just because we keep talking about Got the, they got the sound <laughs> effects. Yeah. Uh, because we have been bringing it up so much about the criticism that this show has gotten. And it has. It's been, I've read in, you know, The Hollywood Reporter, LA Times. Everybody is so upset with the fact this guy is so hunky. Yeah. I'm personally not. <laughs> I mean, I'm as a viewer, I'm definitely not offended by it either. I won't turn away the TV. No. I'm just jealous. I, w- I'm just jealous. <laughs> I mean, I won't change the channel. I'm waiting for him to be shirtless. Yeah. You know, like the Hulk, just That's rip it true. off one day. But outside of that, they're really upset because of basically everything mm-hmm. that you're upset about, Erica. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that because he's so good looking, it's hard to believe him as a beastly character and stuff like that. Uh, but one of the things that Jay Ryan had said, he did say prior to all these criticisms, is that it's not supposed to be, they weren't wanting it to be exactly like the original. That's not what it was about at all. Again, they were inspired by it, but that's not what it is. And for him, as far as only having a scar, he feels like it is still showing that he has a beast and that he has inner demons and it's all about what's going on internally because everybody has that internal beast inside of them that wants to come out and it's a matter of having the strength to suppress it so the scar is a reminder that something is seeping out of him that he's trying to keep in and I thought that was a very interesting metaphor for why he looks like that I get it and like we said last week it's not so much about um, him being a beast it's an internal beast and the baggage that he has and uh, emotionally, yes, beastly, yes. Mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. looks wise. I mean, who's yeah. going to watch if he's really a heinous looking yeah. beast? I mean, yeah. that's yeah. going to turn off a lot of teenage girls. It I mean, is. Yes, he does that. Yeah, and I think that's what's smart about it. I'm, I'm giving them kudos because I feel like females, especially that young teenage audience, they're so loyal. You look at pop groups like you know Justin Bieber or even back in the day like your new kids on the block like those girls that were young girls during new kids days and now as adults they're coming out those same girls are going to the concerts they're so loyal so if you can get a really great female audience wrapped around this show you've got ratings to me the CW has great loyalty I mean the the people who watch these shows are very loyal Mm -hmm. I know people who watched we were saying this earlier watched One Tree Hill till the end till the 10th season when nobody thought it should still be on the air but they still watched because You know, you get connected to, the, to these people in the show, and you get to a point where you say, I can't even stop watching because I've invested so much time <laughs> yeah. in this show. I yeah. have to finish it out. <laughs> like, I just have to. Yeah, it's like I'm doing a disservice to myself if I stop because I don't even know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what they have going for them. So the the problem that I'm seeing w- with the comments people are making and the way we're feeling is that they have two very different audiences. They have the, the CSI murder mm-hmm. mystery people yeah. who are going to be drawn to a show like this mm-hmm. and the people, you know, who who want the romance and want the CW-like yeah. happy-go-lucky part. Right. And I think that's what's hard about it. I mm-hmm. mean, if you were looking for a murder show, I would have gone else. I would never have gone to the show. No, no. no. Exactly. And, and like I said, at, at starting at the beginning, it's like, I don't like those kind of shows. Like, I'm not yeah. attracted to them. I don't watch them. And, and when those scenes come on, I kind of like tune out. Yeah. And then I get drawn back in like, oh, okay, now what are yeah. they going to be doing? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think you have made a really good point. Um, and 
I it's just going to be wait to see how yeah. how it the audience out. it pans yeah. out and how popular it ends up being. Yeah. I don't know. I just I want to read one quote just because I thought it was so interesting. It's from USA Today, and the writer had said, "Let's just say when a man screams at you, I could kill you in less than a second. Now go." That normal response would be to go. And, you know, obviously she sticks around. And one of the criticisms that the show is getting, or at least the CW is getting hit hard with, is the fact that they feel like there's this potential underlying Mm -hmm. message to young girls that it's okay to be attracted to a really good-looking man with a very aggressive personality because that is sexy. Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Um, And then the fact that she keeps on coming back. Yes, it's so like an abusive I've relationship. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's where they're. I've read, that, I've read that. Yeah, I did a bunch of reading too, and that was a big thing that came up. It's the fact that she's coming back, she's coming back for more, and 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 he's aggressive, and he's getting yeah. to the point of look like he could hurt her, and she wants yes. more of it. So yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, you know, it's you could always go in and interpret a lot of things. Like a lot of different shows send so many different mm-hmm. messages. You know, I mean, some of the other CW shows promote a lot of like promiscuity, and they promote. Yeah, you, know, you know what I'm so. saying? Yeah, so it's that's like, true. That's true. They're just getting a lot of. Yeah, they flat. are. I mean, even like well, it's a new show. That, I mean, it's inevitable, and yeah. it's a show yeah. that people have been kind of interested in. Yeah, curious and about. I think people take things so literally. We were saying this yeah. so literally these days that you can't even play around with those kinds of things no. because this day and age, people look up to stars, look up to their shows, and kind of do what they do. Yeah, and that's why things mm-hmm. like you know the Rihanna Chris Brown thing is such a big thing. And ah, then I, I think agree. this show is kind of going along with that. We you don't want to send that message that it's okay to let somebody be hurtful and angry, and even if in this case we're saying it's DNA, you know, and he can't help it, and this uh-huh. is who he is. It's still not okay to put yourself right. in that situation, yeah. right? right. And, and why is I mean, I mean, apart from the fact that obviously he provides a key to her mother's, uh, her mother's death, but why is it, why is she attracted to that? Is it the mystery? Is it that kind of unknown? You know, then then yeah. you start going deeper into that, like. Why is there that attraction? Yeah, like, is it because that? they ha- shared that moment? Like, he was there when she almost lost her life and when her mother lost her life? Is it that thing that connects them? Or that she he saved no. her? And, like, yeah. for her, it's, like, the the Prince Charming, the prince, the savior that comes in and the white, you know, who, who knows what it is. But that that's that's what I see. It's just kind of, why is she attracted to him? That's, yeah. I mean, there's so many different things we can pick up right. that I think it's got to be developed further, yeah. too. Well, I think we should get into that in our predictions. But first... Paige, you want to tell us a little bit about yeah. the fall lineup? So we have 50 shows in our fall lineup. So there's something for everybody, whether it's reality TV, murder mysteries, like we're talking about right now, or, you know, your typical CW love stories. I know I'm working on several shows. <laughs> a lot of origins yeah, why don't right we go, now. Why don't we go around and just yeah. say the other yeah. shows that we're Absolutely. working on? Yeah, so, so I'm working on Castle and Heart of Dixie as well. So if you're looking for murder, come to Castle. If you're looking for love, come to Heart of Dixie, please. Watch okay. us. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're looking for fashion and great makeup, in competition and reality I am doing America's Next Top Model with Erica yes so definitely tune in for that what else are you doing and yeah and speaking of America's Next Top Model for you fans of the show every week we do bring on the eliminated contestant yes so that's a really fun treat and we get some fun insider scoop about the show itself the contestants so definitely check that out and in addition to Beauty and the Beast Top Model I also do Jersey Shore so which we just 
filmed earlier tonight. So if you like the Jersey Shore, definitely check out our after <laughs> show. We actually had um, Amy, um, the the host of the Jersey Show after shows, in as a special guest today. Oh, and we're cool. working on actually getting the Jersey Shore cast members um, here in the studio. So definitely check that I out. I want to meet Snooki. I'll have to come early yeah. that day. She's <laughs> been here at After Buzz before. So oh, I've heard. Yeah. yeah. American Horror Story. So she's a big fan of that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, All right. Cool. So let's, let's wrap it back to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Let's get into our predictions, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll get started yeah, with predictions. Yeah, go for it. Um, you know, I, I guess not so much as predictions as that hopes and dreams for the show. I'm really hoping that they have a further development of Catherine's character. Mm-hmm. I want to see more depth. I want to just see more um, of her character. And, um, yeah, and I'm hoping that it's not going to be every single episode where there's going to be a different open and shut yeah. murder mystery case. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to piggyback <laughs> off of that. I think what's going to happen they fast forwarded a lot in this show. I think they're going to do a lot of flashbacks, flashbacks because in this last episode they kept talking about who they used to be and how they want to get back to that person and they find that within each other that's how they connect with each other so I think there's going to be a lot of flashbacks of Vincent we're really going to see those moments that led up to him making the decision to become a beast which obviously he didn't know he was going to be doing he was injected with something that was with the strongest and fastest animals in the world and they put that into the genetic gene splicing so I think they're going to show that and the same thing with Catherine I think they'll probably go back to her innocence or who she was before when she was just going to the Ivy League school Mm-hmm. School, or maybe with her sister, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to develop yeah. that relationship because yeah. apparently now her sister's gonna be in the show, and yeah. I didn't foresee that happening. And she kind of just popped out of thin air yeah. and was like yeah. in her apartment. So, uh, for me, I really just want to see the relationships develop. Yeah, I just want to see more. I don't want it to be so quick, I don't want it to be so yeah. this is what it is, this is who we yeah. are. We we have this attraction, like yeah. I, I want it to, they have to fight for it yeah. for me. They will. All right. Well, all right, ladies. Well, we'll, where can we find everybody really quick? Oh, yes, definitely. I'm Ali Kona Bradford. You can follow me on Twitter at KissMyPassport or on Facebook and Tumblr, Ali Kona Bradford. And I am Paige Sullivan. You can follow me on Twitter at Paige Sullivan, S-U-L-L. And I am Erica Vieira. And you can find me on Twitter at Erica Vieira LA. Awesome. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! Woo! Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.